Before we start, here are some spoiler warnings. We will talk about the movie and its plot openly, so if you are sensitive about these kind of things, you probably want to check out the movie first. That being said, enjoy. Welcome to Like Mother, Like Son, Like Movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. Hello. And this time we are going to go into uh, 2016 uh, Paul Verhoeven and Isabel Huppert film L, which is uh, uh, sometimes described as a psychological thriller. Some people could call it as a horror film or like, a, I don't know, a sex drama or something. But uh, uh, Paul Verhoeven and Isabel Hooper themselves have described this film as a dark comedy. So that tells a lot about the, the, how hard it is to talk about this movie. But anyway, like um, we we have been really waiting to talk about this film in, in both in uh, in parts we we really like Isabel Hooper, so it's, I'm really happy that we can talk about her. But you for for you especially, L has been a really. Uh, uh, big movie in 2016. Yes, I think it's it's one of the important movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, okay. It's wow. uh, five stars and I would just give it ten stars. <laughs> if you would have ten stars, you would give all ten. Yeah. But you only have yeah. five. <laughs> because that two great uh, personalities have been combined in this movie, this Paul Verhoeven, He's, he's a great director, I think, and uh, Isabel Hubert, who is the top actress now. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, he got his her first Oscar nomination from L uh, in 2016. No. 2017. Yeah, I think it's uh, see, her only Oscar nomination is from this L movie. Ah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is weird because she has done so many amazing roles. She's a really yeah, top quality it. actress. And then from it's suddenly like, now, 2006, you know, now the whole gets... career is like a string of pearls. So, yeah. <laughs> but this Paul Verhoeven, he uh, tried to make it first. Uh, everybody knows this that in America, but nobody would touch it. No, yeah. no actress would touch it or nobody. So he took it back, luckily, to France. and Because uh, it's originally from this French book, uh, yeah. Philippe Dian's uh, O. It's called O. Yeah, O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, I um, heard from Isabel Hooper, she said that... Um, they asked her that, uh, what do you think about this, that it went to the actresses in France and so on and so on. She wouldn't even talk about it. She said, no, no, it's, she said that it's, um, she did, she wanted it to come to her and uh, she, so it came and she did it. And she wouldn't talk about any any of that, what happened before. 
all going through America looking for actresses and so on, she wouldn't uh, think of it worthwhile to mention because it had to come to her and that's it. She yeah, yeah. Have, well, for, said, me, for me, there is interesting thing about that because Paul Verhoeven talked a lot about it, about the process of how hard it was to, to get it in the US and uh, what was what got me very like the the specific detail about it that got me interested was that uh, when he described the process of bringing the story to producers and the reaction that they had that they couldn't really handle it and that he said that um, that usually this this kind of story because this story involves that in the beginning the main character gets raped and after that she goes to solve after the attacker she wants to discover who is the attacker and but uh, she refuses to be a victim that's the whole yeah, point in the, yeah in the beginning she refuses to be a victim of it and she wants to to find it herself she wants to handle the, she doesn't no, want to she wants to re the whole point of that movie is that she refuses to be a victim <laughs> that's it that's, that's what i want that's what i was trying to say that so, so the point is that she wants to handle it herself. She doesn't want to call the police. She doesn't. So she wants to go to to find the act, attacker herself. So usually, uh, the 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 normal or traditional story would be that she go, we would expect vengeance. You know, we we expect that she goes to get vengeance for the attacker. You know, like the revenge fantasy, like what Tarantino does. His whole career nowadays is just revenge fantasy. So yeah. we want to we want to see the bad guys get you know what they deserve. We want the victim to overcome and to to do the same, you know. Yeah. So so but what the book and what the story actually does is is somehow the opposite. So it goes very uh, twisted, you know. It twists the whole idea of how what we would expect the character to do and stuff. And this is a very challenging. Uh, way to for us to think about this situation, you know, because we... Yeah, it's a deep thinking, because why would you want to look for the guy? Only for revenge, no? That's that's the only reason would people to, to get the criminal to court and to jail. Yeah. But she's not interested in that at all. She, I, I concluded that she wants to find the rapist just to know who it is, so she can be, she can be careful, no, because he attacks her again and again. So she has to know who it is, so she don't get killed. Like to be in control, to be to yeah. have to be the authority. Yeah, there's, there's a lot a, there's, of things. Uh, there's a lot of dom domination elements going on, like the like if what what will kind of starts happening is that the, the she will get like. Uh, even even the, they will develop even a sexual relation between this the attacker and her. Yeah, and, I have and, a theory, you know. And and even even a, uh, let me say that even even also like a psychological manipulative relation where she's she she even turns the table around in a way. She 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 creates a situations where she. Uh, the, the, the attacker is a, is a rapist who wants to victimize the woman and you know and that's how he finds it you know erotic, erotic for himself in a way and so there's a certain dom dominative you know 
relation of the attacker towards the woman. Yeah, but, it's but a very many-sided. Yeah, yeah, and, and she kind of she manipulates the situation in a way to to her side where she suddenly can become the authority and the dominative, you know, and she can control the attacker in a way. And it's, it's, it's very weird. Uh, I haven't yes, really fully... But, uh, but when you watch it and you think, it makes you, it makes you really think afterwards again and again and again and again really it's that's why it's a good movie yeah. and it's about human relations and this film is about one woman one certain woman who has a certain background yeah it's a very it's specific. not about any woman on, on any rape it's a yeah. she in a way it is but in a way it's not so because she has that background that the father is in jail for serial, not serial, I think they call him serial killer, but he's not because in one day he killed all those 27 people. It's a mass murder. <laughs> yeah. He's a mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. So that has destroyed the life of her and her mother, the wife of the killer. So there's involved such things in that. So she has experienced that she was in if you think about the story that she was a child and suddenly the father comes home covered in blood and they have they burned the whole house and the, then the media starts to from that moment the media starts to hunt her and all her life she's been hunted and thought as a psychopath and she's not in fact you can see from that movie very clearly she's not She's a warm-hearted person, takes care of a bird, even calls a doctor how to save the bird in her house. And the, she has a cat and she has a nice ex-husband and all kinds of things and child. And she's not a psychopath at all, she's a warm-hearted person. So, so she has extraordinary background where she's hunted publicly and the mother also, and all their life is that. So she cannot try, call police ever because they will not help her. So she has, she's surely a person who has special kinds of, uh, also special kind of needs, you know, like she, she's not from a warm-hearted, nice family who everybody's so nice. She's always been alone and taking care of herself. So she, she really <clears throat> responds to that sex of the rapist in a way that she likes it in a way. And that's what's hard in that movie also. It's a way, it's a, if you think about it deeply, so it's a way of her to, to get back somehow to the point where the father was to all that horror of the killings in the father business and the police not helping and so on. She needs extraordinary violence. No. Any any sex relation she has in that movie is a kind of a exciting kind of violent and that's that's I think only Paul Verhoeven could do that film. The, <laughs> the director. Uh-huh. All, all his past films are pointing to that. Uh -huh. It's all his life, I think, he's been pointing to this film. This is the best film he's ever done. Uh -huh. Until now. So, so, 
Do you see what I mean with this? Um, it's a kind of a sexual challenge in this film that people find it probably hard to watch and hard to take and hard to think. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like... Um, because it's uh, it deals with uh, the rape issue, which is very... These days, it, it kind of comes in a very also a hard time, you know? This movie came out yeah. just, just on the brink of this whole sexual uh abuse no, stuff before that me too business yeah, yeah but now 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 it's it it, it it you know now it's very it's very hard to nowadays to talk about of rape and about sexual abuse without getting into the me too uh, uh stuff and about the current situation of hollywood and it's a very delicate uh time now in, in the yeah, social... Yeah, but this film is things. not to do with that, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, when they talk about it in the US and you, you openly... Because what you were saying, like the, why it's so hard for the people to to approach this movie and to think about this movie, it's like... I was just saying that it's like... It's especially hard now because it's, it's, it's on the table, you know, all these issues. And it's very hard to... These characters are very hard. I, I've been reading about, you know, women in general being very, uh, like some, some women who are writing on the internet that they are very, it's very hard movie for them to to get back on it because it's, in some ways they feel, in some ways they feel like um, that it's, it's a film made by men it's a story written by a man about a woman. How can they really understand what the woman goes through? Yeah, but through? this goes just and, opposite. Yeah, it's yeah, but uh, and also how about like that they how that they find that the, some women have said that it, it they find it a little bit disturbing and they they are very afraid of how this movie affects the 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 general notion of you know rape culture in society and stuff because but it, I I think yeah. I think Paul Verhoeven here is has done a great thing, great service to women and to to men, to anybody's humankind in, with this film, because yeah. he he's he's really honest, and it shows from his first film already this Turkish delight and all these others which I've been watching. It's it's uh, he's honest person, mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, so we can talk later about his uh, history, but but there's one point. You remember the film in in this L, this friend, this Anne, Anna, the friend of of Els, who is a real friend, with certain reasons. There's, it comes out. So in the beginning, when she says that she's been raped, she tells the friends that she's been raped, so Anna says that, look, you have to go to police, you are you a victim. Yeah. No? So she says that, but I was a victim also when I was a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was a victim and nobody cared. She was yeah. just beside this killer father and nobody cared about her and she was a victim, she was left alone. So she's in a different kind of, she has a personal history, which mm -hmm. is different from uh, probably anybody else so yeah. she's a hard woman because of that and she's the right woman to teach us this lesson yeah yeah so what you're saying is that like because because that that's a part of what what was some some people uh, wrote about it what was kind of troubling is that it there it, it tells a story about the main character who gets raped and doesn't go to the police 
So it's it's as an example, you know, we shouldn't go to the police to say, you know, should we just be quiet about our attack? You know, like that that's that's the kind of a disturbing image they see in the movies that it's it, it's so perverse story about such a horrible thing that we should be more empathizing and more sympathizing like they they're asking like why 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 are we making movies about the real situation about what happens to most of the women you know and for most of the this normal things this is stuff. a realistic very realistic story everything is is really good in this screenplay because when when if you go to police mm -hmm. for whatever reason it's not only L. Anybody goes on any reason. So here, Verhoeven shows that uh, police is affected by the public also by all kinds of things. He's not. They are not moral hundred percent. Nobody is. Do they help you with their goodness or what? She learned that no. But but her past is very specific. Yeah, but it's... it's but uh, what about just normal people, you know, like you shouldn't yeah. go to the police then? No. Or... Yeah, so maybe they get help, maybe not. We are not sure because of it. That's that's what Paul Heron shows here. Okay, they are inf infected. They are not thinking with their own brain and don't find out the real... the what is the real truth behind the scenes and so on. It's on many things effect. But I, 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 don't, I don't know about that, but... I think what you said earlier maybe fit for me. I I, I feel like I agree more with the idea is that this movie is about a very specific uh, person and and her history is a very specific history and her reaction to the attack is very specific because of that. It's all like the because I while watching the movie I was always very confused like what is this past you know like it's a very weird concept in the movie you know I. Normally, you know, like it kind of comes out of nowhere that she has this mass murder father, you know, like what the hell? And then it's like explored kind of more and more. But then, yeah. in a way, but it, you it got all the details would come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, when you see her and her way of behaving, it's like it all it, it all comes to back to the whole past and that's why the past is very important to have it in the movie and in the story because it explains kind of everything about her personality and her character and all of these things like why why she acts the way she acts and stuff like this so it's, yeah there are really many questions this movie rises races and it takes you years to think about them and that's why it's so good maybe and yeah Sorry. You know, there were few facts like this, for instance, you no, know, just like that, is that the father was a Catholic a religion, the one who killed. Yeah. And he made some marks on the signs on the children there and the parents <laughs> like it. So he somehow got crazy. Uh. He lost his mind and went and killed everybody. But it was involved with the rituals and Catholics and so on. So this rapist is a Jew, we find out. Yes. He's a Jew. And, yeah, and, he, he, and his wife is a, is a nun, a Catholic. And the wife is a very, very religious Catholic with rituals, extreme. He, she goes to see the Pope in, San, in somewhere in Spain. Uh -huh. It's... It's a really, and 
Okay, with well, all this... Well, well, and all this religion stuff, like Paul Verhoeven was very open about it, that he, 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 he even included his own additions to the religious details. Like, like it was apparently not in the book in the end that we are, it is revealed that the, the wife of the attacker is, uh, who was Catholic, that she, she knew all along what he was doing. Yeah, she knew all along what he was yeah. In the end, find it out. So, and so, she didn't even give condolence to the wife, to L, the yeah. wife. Nothing. She was. She said to thank you that you gave him this uh, satisfaction for a while to the so, husband. Yeah. Wow! Wow! <laughs> so Verhoeven openly admitted that this is his uh, his commentary on the church, the church and the history of church. Yeah, but that he is... comments on many other things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All but I, I... Well, for what is so just an example. Great... Yeah, yeah, it's example because all this is example. Everything that's what's great in it is Paul Verhoeven. He is really no limits, uh, honest person with with and dares to do everything. When I, you know, when I watched his first movie was the Turkish Delight, and uh, it's really. Really, something to watch. You have to be prepared when if you go and watch it. <laughs> it's like it's amazing, really. But it's not done elegantly with uh, all the like. L is is like controlled elegance and the cinematography and the screenplay. Everything is beautifully controlled. It's amazing for that Verhoeven would do such a film because mm -hmm. he's a mess. In the old movies, he's very, very good, but he's a mess. Mm. So he made this Turkish delight. Then he made Soldier of Orange, which is Nazi business in uh, the Second World War in in Holland. And then he made The Fourth Man, which was a kind of a basic instinct in a Dutch world. Mm -hmm. No, then and basic instinct is a mess. I think it's a mess. It's a movie, <laughs> complete, <laughs> not at all elegant, not at all well acted. Or it's not a script. Is I think maybe he was, he was uh, influenced by the, you know, the producers in America or so, because that film is not really good. Mm -hmm. It was just a kind of a shock. They made for a shock for people, and that's not the purpose of uh, Erhoven. He's after the truth, uh, not honesty, always. Yeah. He's, he's uh, really good. So the Black Book, there's a, uh, there's a movie he made in Holland, another movie was in the Black Book, but that he made in 2006, after he had done all those to uh, in America, in Hollywood, Total Recall and Basic Instinct and Robocop and Stasi Troopers and so on. Mm -hmm. So he went to Holland back and made Black Book. And that's a, a very good film, no? And this Black Book, I think, influenced him a lot because the music for that Black Book was made by Anne Dudley, a British composer, a woman. Mm -hmm. And Elle has the same composer. When I hear it, it's the same, I can hear the music, the same music, <laughs> yeah. in Black Book and L. Uh -huh. 
and the, also the editor was a Dutchman. He's uh, he's a very good editor there. He's he's called Job Terburg. Job, I don't know how to pronounce it, but Job Terburg, no. So he he edited both of those. So he probably used he went to the old friends of his, and you know he got contact, and they the kind of uh, they have a connection. So they made and help him in this area, and that is good. It's not the new people he took to do it. He go, go, found the old friends. Yeah. Yeah, this black book is also about Nazi business, you know, <clears throat> Nazi yeah. occupation. So. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So he he has a kind of a, you know, the 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 movies where Hoover makes they are they all have been good ones and a very effective and mind blowing business, you no. Know? The one thing that I always really noticed about like Paul Verhoeven's uh, style as a filmmaker is that he, he has such a solid grip on, on the structure and genre of the movie. Uh, like he he masters the manipulative storytelling narrative. You know, like in a way he's like uh, especially in, in a kind of uh, social political satire movies like Robocop and Starship Troopers you can really admire the level of like control he has on how he's uh, how he's kind of playing the movie in two different levels like both movies Robocop and Starship Troopers are in, in a kind of first level they are extremely uh, entertaining blockbusters like kind of a popcorn movie you know like Perfect, like Robocop. I it was like when we were kids, it was like the best action movie ever, and you know, like like any like Arnold Schwarzenegger movie or something like this. But it's actually a very effective satire of of uh, kind of a police uh, state and the idea of how how you are con controlled, uh, proper uh, you as a property of somebody else. And also, as Paul Verhoeven himself said, that it's actually uh, the whole Robocop is actually adaptation of Jesus Christ, <laughs> because oh. it's it, it involves uh, a dying man and then reincarnation and all of this. It's all it's all biblical symbolisms, actually. <laughs> you know, it's really funny, but um, but uh, my 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 kind of. Uh, favorites of his is the Starship Troopers which is like it you can re you can see it as a mindless action popcorn movie but you can also see it as an amazing satirical uh, comment on a, on a on a military futuristic state it's like the the total opposite of a, like Star Trek next generation kind of futuristic idea of where our world could go and it's uh, it feels like a as an example, uh, where of, of a future where something can really go wrong if, if we are not careful in, in a way of our military idealism and stuff like this, it's really effective. I haven't seen Starship, Starship Troopers. It's the only one, and then another is show, Showgirls. 
which I haven't seen. Ah, Soakers is a very yeah, Soakers is a very ill-famous movie. I I, have, I haven't seen it, but I, I I read that it's a people really, it, yeah, they hate it a lot. This movie, yeah, and Soakers. he got the bad, the worst movie of the year reward, and he went to even to get it to pick it up. <laughs> really, the only one maybe who <laughs> went to pick it up. So it shows his kind of humor, and yeah, I'm going to. With my yeah. own eyes to see if it's bad or good, because uh, yeah. who knows? And but, then uh, yeah, Lubos is another one I haven't seen. All the others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's been really fun to talk about Starship Troopers or something. Yeah, because, because, yeah I'm very eager to. Let's talk about yeah, it after it, I've it, seen it's, it. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to get. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird because it's, it's a very famous blockbuster. Entertainer. But And it's, it's a movie in which... Paul Verhoeven said that it's 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 a miracle that they even made it because it was it's so weird that uh, everybody allowed them to do it mm -hmm. the movie because it's it's so satirical it's a it's a, like uh, a nightmare. Maybe the they don't movie. see it as as yeah, they yeah. don't in L what it is all about. I think they yeah, but, it's but a in L, and that's it. It's yeah, the, yeah. They close their ears and eyes after that. Yeah, but but, but that's the thing. Like Starship Troopers went totally under the radar. Radar, like they just producers yeah. didn't understand the satirical element. They just okay, it's a weird blockbuster. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. But it's actually a it's a it's a propaganda movie. Yeah. Uh, but. But Ella Day was like, no, we won't touch this because it was like red alert. And what I wanted to say is that that Verhoeven's ability to master the the narrative is so so prevalent in in L because, like you said, I think he's the only one who's kind of capable of doing it because it he he masters uh, juggling such a challenging subject matter, you know. And he even makes it into so-called dark comedy, which is like uh, it, it shows the unbelievable un, un, uh, uh, courage that he has to just you know do and not be afraid of what people think he about has, it. Or he has unbelievable courage, exactly as you say. And I would say want to say about this black book still that um, it's a kind of a Steven, Steven Spielberg movie in a way that it has this uh, infl infiltrate a woman who goes into Nazi headquarters and gets information and with the underground, she's in the underground, you know, in the wartime. Mm -hmm. so, and in that film, there is no sentimentality. It's, you know, it's Verhoeven type. It's no sentimentality <laughs> or any kind of uh, carefulness uh, in like Spielberg. No, mm. nothing like that. It's all Verhoeven. So, if I may compare this <laughs> <laughs> with each other, um, but uh, uh, what I think is that uh, this um, history made it so that when Paul Verhoeven was a child. They moved to The Hague, Den Haag, this town in Holland, from another place. In, and they, their house was just neighbor to the Nazi military base. Ooh. And I think that must have been affecting his whole life, because the bombs were dropping, you know, into that military base. Mm -hmm. And all the all the childhood, he, he was seeing 
bombs on the all around and uh, it must have been terrible. He lived during that period? Yeah, he was 12 years old or something. They, they wow. were neighboring in the just the neighbors of the Nazi military base in uh, The Hague, the wow. town Denmark. That's Hague. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's something like uh, Picasso had when he was a child. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was the earthquake and so on. Yeah. Similar, it affects your whole life. So you, after that, I can understand that he wants to be honest and the violence is every day, like, yeah. Yeah, it's so, like uh, th this, this kind of life stories, it's like, like this is an example where not not everybody experienced this like you would say that the normal european person these days doesn't experience bombs dropping nearby it's like an extraordinary experience mm -hmm. to 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 witness and to experience yeah like or in america these days you don't it's not normal to, yeah. You know, yeah. we and and it's it's kind of an extra it's it's yeah it's extraordinary to experience that and in in some ways Elle and this specific woman character has something also exceptional exactly and That's extraordinary. Hey, all this time I want to say now you got it. <laughs> it for me like what what Paul Verhoeven experienced in these bombings and the childhood. It's extraordinary, but he goes on living and doing things in his life the way he does. It affects him, but he goes and clears the life. Like so, yeah. that's what Ella does. She, yeah. yeah, it tells to everyone. Everyone it tells to me about my life, and I haven't <laughs> had the serial killer father or anybody <laughs> like. No, but it teaches me so many things how you can handle your life. You, yeah, yeah, if yeah, you have yeah. difficulties and you have, everybody has, you know, whatever you have, you it it gives me shows me ways to handle your life without being a victim. Yeah, so how how has this like so the way I also understood it, like from what, how you have talked about this before, is that it really helped you to deal with stuff. This movie, yeah, it a lot of things. I made a list, you know. I was so excited about this film, <laughs> and that I made a list afterwards for myself about things which I couldn't think about later, which it's it's uh, dealing with. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you know. Uh, it's, what are they? <laughs> Yeah, that's a long <laughs> list. <laughs> like a general pop, like what, what, the, yeah, like, what kind of things did you talk about? About mother and daughter relation, no, for instance. Then how the media is spoiling people's lives, how it affects what you have to be careful about media, what you can, what you cannot help, what you can help. Then about the ex-husband's new wife you know what about that and then who is owning a baby ever who is in that film in l who is owning the baby who is the father who is the mother who is what is to do with the baby then the morality of the police which i mentioned already then what kind what are the backgrounds of sex when you what kind of a sex everybody has different needs then about friendship it has great thing about real friendship with this anna and Elle. Mm -hmm. yeah you remember was, wasn't it the she, one that he was having an affair with her husband yes of course because <laughs> she needs excitement she cannot have uh, probably uh, i don't know but 
you know, it looks like it excites her in sexually if there's danger. Yeah. And that's why she could probably handle the rapist also. But this Anna, she, Elle gave her child for Anna to to give milk and to take care of after Anna's child died in birth because mm. they were together in the hospital. And that Anna will forever remember and be forever friends. Even she is lover of the husband, she, Anna <laughs> throws the husband away and be friends with Elle. <laughs> That's the real friendship because there, there is such a good base for that friendship. So you can think about what is friendship like. No. And then how to, it gives great points about uh, growing up children, how to grow up children, how to be warm with them, how to give the best. Elle gives best to her, her children, to her boy. She has this one child, this Vincent. <laughs> She's, yeah, yeah, it's, you can look at the points. And then one of the great things Elle talks about is the shame. And this uh, L even mentions it that can to Anna. She says that you cannot even imagine what things shame makes you do. Yeah, and then about uh, being a victim and so on and so on. I, you know, I have a long list. I really yeah. have a long list. So, so apparently, it's it's uh, how you saw it is that it's not just a rape movie. It's just about the rape, but it's so no. many other things that it also no. talks around it and yeah. stuff. A lot, it's it's and it's done so elegantly, and, and all the colors they choose there. She has this blue color a lot. No, the it's very fits to the thing, and why it's blue, why not red, and you know, all kinds, and the cat, and the, all this elegant business. So, mm. anyway, so there's this um, this rapist. The relation with the rapist is the central central mm. part. Yeah, this. the relation. The... Uh, yeah, this. It is. It, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like you know. For the, the way I see it is that it, it starts off with with this scene, with this rape scene, and how she reacts to it. And indeed, like we 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 say that she she doesn't allow herself to be the victim. Yeah, she doesn't start to cry and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like. To be how I feel that the movie where it wants to go is that it wants to it needs this scenario this 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 setup to yeah. go to go to the point where we we expect her to give revenge or not you know like we expect it to be so-called rape revenge movie which many reviewers want to call this movie but it's not nothing to do with that it wants to go beyond that into something more com complex and darker inside the human condition like yeah. what you said about yes. sex and about human behavior and like uh, I, human condition you know what what is what to to explore something deeper human emotions and and complexities that we have that is harder to talk about and it's more in that way it's more a psychological movie it's all about that you know psychological relationship between the attacker and her that it, it i feel like it's most in, interested in it yes that's it, why yeah this rapist has um, reasons why he has to rape the el doesn't know that in the beginning at all later 
later he find, she finds out that he has to have the forcible violence and then he can get satisfaction yeah. and that's not what Elle has to have at all yeah. he's agreeing to get, get be him he get him as a lover and be violent sex but he cannot he cannot have it if she agrees so he exactly, is exactly exactly why do they talk about this woman in the everybody who watches the film they said oh wow she is like that why don't they talk about this man why he is like that he has <laughs> he has things behind him in his history why he's like that so let's yeah. think about that was it we don't they don't even explain <laughs> it there but there's something to do with probably with religion or something as which <laughs> is pointing us to the father why he was killing the people. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, because, it's, a, yeah, yeah. because it's also about her past, you know, why she is like the way she is, and you know, like it's, it's. I think it's like in a way, kind of a Haneke thing where we go back to the children, yes. you know, that. Yeah, yeah. How everything starts from there, you know. Yeah, yeah. This really yeah. is fascinating. <laughs> you should be open-minded when you look at L. Or, okay. or, if, or if, or if we talk, go to the. What we discussed in, we need to talk about Kevin. This uh, mind hunter thing is that it probably was the mother, you know, the the rapist mother who did something horrible, and that's why he became. <laughs> no, no, but I think he was a psychopath from the beginning. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, anyway, it's not so, most important. Yeah. yeah. So in the end, when she is, she's saying to the man that, okay, I'll go to police now, and of course she's not going to go to police, but she just says to him that, look, now I'm going to police yeah. because it's criminal and so on, just to make him attack her again. She wants him to attack her again. So yeah. then he attacks, and in the end, I think what would have been, who knows, I can think about this 10 years or so and come to other conclusions, but I think now that she would have been killed in the end by his hand. In, oh, yeah. yeah it would go to that because it's so rough, this violence and so on. And she, she needs kind of a needs it to, to get back to her history past, it to relieve the viol extreme violence the father did and so on. Mm -hmm. Something psychological it is. And then comes the son who kills the man. Yeah, this was also one thing that. Uh, some woman felt very disturbed. Is that why does the why does the man has to rescue the woman? You know that it's she couldn't yeah. really rescue herself oh, out of it. Yeah, that's a pointless question. I think it's a so <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the son. It's a, mm -hmm. a man, but it's a son of hers who comes and kills. So what she can do is she can help the son afterwards. It doesn't end there, this film. There comes the police and the, you know, the inquiries. And there she has it. That, you know, my, my opinion is that that point where after the killing of the rapist is the most hard thing most important thing in the whole film, in fact, because it's the most hard thing for her. Because she knows that it was the criminal thing was done to her by raping, but the, and the police will not help. And then she has to save the son. No, nope. uh -huh. so she has to act in the inquiry in a kind of acting. You know, it's not, she cannot be true and uh, normal. 
because they, yes. nobody would believe the true one. True and the, the real, real, realistic thing. So mm -hmm. she has to act there, and then she saves the son, and the son becomes the hero in the eyes of the son's wife, and everything comes well. She's incredible, this L. Yeah. Now she gets to, to that point. Yeah. Do you see? Look at it again and see, that's amazing. It's just amazing. And then she has to go in the end, she has to go after that to say hell goodbye to the neighbor's wife who is moving away and being treated so bad, so bad. Like everybody knew that what what she had that her father was the killer and she Elle yeah. doesn't disturb deserve any good things from anybody because her father was a killer yeah, yeah. that's wrong yeah yeah only yeah. we the watcher i feel so bad yeah. <laughs> I, only we see it yeah. all those who are so watch when you go around and how you treat the people mm -hmm. in your life no yeah that's also yeah. like this whole past and the way how this has shaped her and how people are all the like frequently how they are like talking to her you know yeah as as as, as, as yeah. she's responsible of all of it and stuff that it's it's a very big part of the whole movie like the focus yeah. of the of the of the yeah. character the victimness and then not to act on that at all but then the end yeah. end end is amazing really it's really now when she goes to the cemetery that's also very important she can't she's forbidden no, the public forbids her to go to her own parents' grave. They go and paint over these terrible things on the father's father's grave. It's her father! <laughs> her mother and her father, it's private. And they go and spoil anything. She can't have anything private. So think about. And so all this raping and things, it's... Uh, no? Yeah. And... Then comes the friend, this Anna, and says that, look, I'm coming to live with you. And she answers, in the last word she says is, oh. <laughs> oh. Like, like Anna, does, it's because she can't, she don't dare this. Oh, I'm so, sorry, <laughs> so emotional. But no, this L doesn't give herself permit to ask anything from anybody, no? Even from her friend, this Anna, who will love her forever and ever, she will not ask that, look, come and live with me. Anna says that I will come and live with you, no? She would never ask. And in the bed, when they are together in bed after the mother dies, the, you remember this Anna takes her L to her house? That is a very important uh, scene. So. It comes clear why they are friends there and so on. But you can see from the face of L in that thing that okay, I'm I keep distance. You can love me, but I keep distance, and I'm so so much hoping that you will never leave my me. You will be my friend ever, but I will not say it. Yeah, I will not say it. I even tried you by taking your husband, you know, with the crazy sex and everything, <laughs> and. And Anna threw the husband away and, wow, really? Mm. 
What a friendship. That's a friendship. <laughs> the other one gives your chi a child to the other one to be take to to relieve the pain of the death of her own baby, and then the husband and so on. And you look at it. Ooh, what the <laughs> it's so it's a genius, really. And yeah. and uh, of course we know that uh, the only one who could do this is Isabel Hooper and Paul Verhoeven, and undoubtedly in the music. Yeah. Look, listen to that music. It's so nice, so nice. And and then these other people who, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's quite amazing, and it's it's especially interesting to like to 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 see this as a production compared to like a lot of other movies that have come out and like just also in a way of how they, um, like for example how Isabel Hooper acts and how she's she. As that's her job as an actress and stuff like this, but because because in not the way I have like heard uh, if I if I see interviews of Isabel Hooper and stuff like this is that uh, it's not only the controversial film itself and the story and the subject matter that puts people off and makes it very challenging, but it's also people uh, when when they when they talk to Isabel Hooper or or they talk about this film, it's also like uh very different way of making a movie like in hollywood yeah you know, like like isabel hooper is is a very she's a very interesting uh, character as as an as a person yeah as an actress you know like see yeah. i was very uh, surprised of her um kind of behavior and that she's like uh kind of nonchalant about most of the stuff yeah. She doesn't want to think about stuff too much and things, and she's not like, um, there like a good comparison would be like to Daniel Day Lewis, who who goes like full blown meta acting and mm. method acting. I mean, like see, like now now with the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie uh, Phantom Thread, he he likes he he actually reinvented himself as a costume designer and yeah mm. like like people like he he emerges as a totally new character and he 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 like with the in the film Lincoln he 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 characterized 100% Lincoln's voice. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. yeah, he's very good in this and stuff like this. And Isabel Hooper feels like he does it in a different way. You know, like her way of doing is like, she, she doesn't think about it too much. She, she is in the scene and in the, in the movie and she, she feels... She puts her personality into the character. Yeah, and then she feels what, what she should do and how she should behave and then she acts, you know, it's it's not... Uh, she, she makes it, it sound so easy good. and so simple, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and uh, even in this movie, he said that uh, Paul and her, they didn't talk a lot. Mm. They didn't really... Paul didn't give her directions. Yeah, I can't see, imagine. She did it like kind of yeah. her own, you know, and she, as he said that this was totally fine and that she actually liked it. Oh. And they didn't talk because it, it worked better that way. And so, but she, said, very... she said in an interview, which I heard that she when she saw earlier, earlier, much years earlier, she saw Turkish delight. She wanted immediately, she knew that she wanted to 
act with the Paul Verhoeven film from that. And then I watched myself Turkish Delight and I understood why she said it. Yeah. Okay. So I think we have gone quite, uh, it's endless. This thing is endless we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, yeah. but um, maybe the now in the end I can uh, say something like a fun uh, light thing. Maybe uh, because there's what they have this one thing that I've been wanting to ask what you think about it because there's a lot of this uh, kind of uh, fan theories that are going around on the internet about the movie L and what is it really about and who is this Michelle character really and based on all the details that we know and I think it really well illustrates the the way the the U.S. audience uh, uh, way of how they can only the, the, the only way they can really handle the movie because it, it, it the, the fan theory kind of makes it so um, that it 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 twists as the narrative that we have now just been talking about about this uh, rape or victimization and stuff like this that it's it's so challenging for people to see this movie and it's like a controversial movie so to speak that they have to it feels like some people like they cannot go along with this this oh, idea yeah. of narration because that that goes so much against them you know their way of how they that, that it's kind of immoral you know to to, to talk about this that it, it doesn't make sense this story mm. so I feel like they made a, another theory, another way of how they can you can see the narration and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no. and, and, and maybe maybe they're right. I don't know. Maybe we are totally wrong. I don't know. So what, what do you think? Uh, so the fan theory is this. So in, in first of all, sees the, the the idea is that Michelle is it's a story about a sociopath that sees a sociopath just like her father <laughs> because all, all, everything points out to that direction the way she nothing she points out to that direction <laughs> okay okay no. so so here here, yeah. here this out so this is the first of all that it's a sociopathic character so but that it's she's not only sociopath but she she was the mass murderer <laughs> so, and, and, <laughs> so here, here this out. So, why, why was she the mass murderer? So, what happened really in her past is that her father came home and found out what she did, that she actually murdered everybody, and he had to cover up all the evidence that was pointing at her. So mm. she took her clothes and she put them in the back and burned everything. That's why she was in on her underwear and stuff like this, and then uh, so these are like kind of details pointing to the idea that she would be the serial killer. And this the, the the evidence why why this theory is true, they claim, is that in the in the dinner scene, uh, or not a dinner scene, but see see at some point she. Uh, starts talking about the past 
as he explains. Yeah, the first Yeah. Yes, he starts to ex explain that um, that in the police report they never mention about the animal victims. Yeah. That happened, but yeah. the, the so the question is how how could she have known it either? But because she wasn't there, her father was the killer. So how did she know about the animals? So the only way is that she did it because she uh, knows, knows about it. <laughs> and the neighbors didn't talk and oh, oh, oh and everybody's oh. But this is too so, silly. You can't, uh, you know, this movie is so great that this is too silly. <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> so, uh, I, poor people. <laughs> and you see other films, completely other films. Yeah, maybe, maybe I, I indeed I feel like this is to to make her the serial killer is the only way to 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 make this a positive film for people, you know. That that mm. it, it's the only way that this is a positive uh, film. It it cannot be anything that we have just talked about or what you no, have but mentioned. The, well, it, it, I think it is hundred percent sure that Paul Verhoeven did this to better the world. To make us yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So he he he's on another <laughs> planet. Those people. Okay. Exactly. But but I was really uh, happy to discuss this film with you. Yeah, finally. Yeah, at last I could discuss with somebody. So many people don't want to hear about this at all, and it's one of the great films. Yeah, it's it's kind of the, that's the downside of it that it's very hard to open open up about it, you know, and talk about it because it, it's indeed it's, it luckily, is a challenging film. Yeah, luckily it got a lot of uh, publicity and it's been shown all around and a lot of accredit. No. Yeah, yeah, it got a lot of like recognition. Like as as we said, Isabel Hubert was nominated first time yeah. in her career for Oscar. <laughs> I'm I'm really interested to. Here to see what is Paul Verhoeven doing next, really, because now he's on the top form of his ever. He said that ever. the filming and filming in Paris, in in France, was so positive, and he liked the crew so much that he would like to continue making films in France. It's a good crew, good crew. Yeah, yeah he, good. and I think it's it's. He was so surprised. He said that he was so nervous at first, but then. On the first day, he, he noticed how 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 much the crew loved cinema. You know how much how much they were committed to filmmaking and stuff. That he was kind of you know taken like wow, this that yeah. that that's that's very good thing about to know to to say about to note about France is that it has this very passionate film history, you know, cinema yeah, history. That's yeah, it's a blessing. A lot of really. breakthrough and a lot of actually like the. The beginning of cinema begins in France, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a very nice discussion. I even if it's not so terribly happy subject, but a very good one. And uh, so thank you very much. And we have to say hello. hi to everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, so we survived that topic. Anyways, um, check out our website, mothersonmovies.com, for more content for the episodes. 
And if you liked our show, please rate it on iTunes and share it with your friends. That would be really, really, really nice. And finally, the original music for our team was made by Kevin MacLeod. Be sure to join us next time when we will fly into space. Thanks a lot and bye.